And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. So tonight we're going to be reviewing uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and I actually have Jamie from in the front row. He's going to be with me. So guess what, guys? Grab your towels and get ready to dive into the comedic, uh, complicated world of Peter, Sarah, and the game. We're, we're here to dissect every hilarious mishap, cringeworthy moment with Russell Brand, one-liners in the rom-com gym. So whatever you're, so whether you're a Dracula puppet enthusiast, a fan of Hawaiian vampire rock operas, or just a dire need of a laugh, you'll find your comedic safe haven. Join us as we dissect this movie one giggle at a time. And remember, if life gives you lemons, take a pina colada and hit that subscribe button. And without further ado, let's go on ahead. Let's do this. I'm excited to have Jamie here. Hey, Jamie, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? I love that intro. Thank you. Thank you so much. I do appreciate that. Where's your pina colada, though? I know. I, I mean, we're talking oh. about Hawaiian here. As a matter of fact, I don't even have my Hawaiian shirt or anything either. So, you know, I'm actually out of uh, costume for that. I was just one, I was trying to think of like one liners that I could use to open, you know, to start this stream with you. And then I was like, every single one is inappropriate. I was like, we could say like, we're inside of you and start singing inside of you. Well, <laughs> and I was, I was like, wait, say, no, well, we well, lemons, Just say fuck the lemons. But, you know. <laughs> well, I didn't know whether we should swear or I don't know. This is an R-rated movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Anyway, Hi. Right. I'll start Hi, with how are you? <laughs> it's good to have you over here, Jamie. It's been a while. We last time you were over here, we did our Last of Us review and everything for that panel. It was a pleasure to have you there for that. Yeah, that was fun. So today we're actually going to be reviewing Forgetting Sarah Marshall. This movie had a budget of thirty million and made one hundred and five point eight million dollars at the box office. And this movie is about a composer named Peter Ritter. He, and he has a five-year relationship with actress Sarah Marshall, who stars in a CSI live television show titled Crime Scene, Scene of the Crime. One day, as Peter stands dark naked in their apartment, Sarah abruptly announces that she is breaking up with him. So what did you think of the opening scene with that? Because this is your first time watching it. And I remember I was dating someone in my workplace, seeing this movie for the first time, and we, I just cracked up laughing this whole entire thing yeah <laughs> same <laughs> oh i did not like i know it was r-rated and i was expecting the funny comedy but i wasn't expecting like a full frontal d <laughs> in my face in like the first few seconds uh i'm very glad that nobody was around when i was watching it that's for sure because i was like oh is this one of those <laughs> Should I be watching this after like 10 p.m.? <laughs> nah, just joking. Um, right. Yeah, it was definitely, it was funny. It was so 2000s, wasn't it? Um, it came out in the 2000s, right? It felt like it came out in the 2000s. Yeah, it came out in 2008. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was very, the comedy was very set for that time frame. Um, and it's very me. Like the dumb one-liners, oh, just all of it. The nudity. <laughs> it's so right. I loved it. It was great. Um, but yeah, I did feel very, very sad for Peter. Um, oh, I'm, I'm probably jumping ahead there. So what was the question? I was just first... asking you, like, what was your first thoughts on the opening scene itself? I mean, I know that you were pretty much shocked because you weren't expecting to get that from Jason Segel coming out of the gate. I was definitely shocked. <laughs> I was not expecting Full Frontal D. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm not complaining. I enjoy Full Frontal D. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting it. <laughs> 
You see, I remember in theaters whenever that first happened, and nobody was, um, everybody was surprised by that, you know? So you watched this in the cinemas, did you? Yeah, I did. I watched this in the theaters, and I still remember everybody being shocked over the fact that they saw full frontal nudity. And then especially whenever he's over there crossing his legs, stuff like that too, and he drops the pillow, and then there's that, and then you can see everything still. And it's like, it was like, oh my God. Everybody's like, please put the pillow back on. (laughs) But I also like how Peter's over there cleaning up the apartment for Sarah. Yeah. And, you know, he's trying to pick up his pigsty. Yeah, shoving it in the cupboard. (laughs) Right? And then he goes, and as that's playing, Elvis Snow is actually on TV singing a song. Um, And I like how he goes, how can you, uh, if you, if you're blind, how can you see? <laughs> it's just so dumb. It, it, oh. But you know, some artists are like that though, where they want to be having that deeper meaning and message in their songs to the point yeah. that where they want to sound like they're smart, but they're really dumb. But they're really not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where I got the vibe from Russell Brand for that role for yeah. Elvis Snow. I think that he embodies Elvis Snow. I love the character of Elvis Snow and stuff like that, too, because of the things he does and stuff. I think it was hilarious. It was just subtle. It was, like, yeah. over the top, like we would see with Arthur or any of the other movies he's done. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be, like, a really smart guy, but he always plays these, like, really dumb and silly roles, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> it's but really then, I like him. Then you also have Billy Baldwin, who's playing in this like CSI kind of vibe, though, too, in this crime scene thing, which I thought was hilarious because, well, if they, he doesn't have a penis, then I, I count him through or something like that. And then all of a sudden you hear the dramatic music play. And yeah. I just thought it was hilarious because I cannot stand CSI. I can't stand any of those shows. And it just really. Goes- I'm not I'm not a big CSI person or NCI. Oh, I think they're a little too cheesy for me. I don't know. It's just like it's a, like over the top uh dialogue. But I just thought it was hilarious to see Billy and them do that dialogue. I just thought that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, same. But yeah, then Sarah winds up telling him, look, Peter, we need to talk. Because what do you mean we need to talk? What, what what's going on? And he goes, uh, and he, of course, he just got out of the shower because he's feeling good. He thinks that he might be getting some, though, too. <laughs> he's getting lucky and he's getting unlucky. <laughs> right. And he also does that little chest thing where, like, Terry Crews does. And uh, then Sarah's at the apartment. Ooh, I got a surprise for you. Mm. And, of course, that's where we have the little funnel nudity <laughs> with this. Out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she goes, here, uh, we need to talk. What, what do you mean? What's going on? Um, I'm breaking up. We need to break up. All of a sudden, the towel just drops. Mm. And I love that. Please just hold me. <laughs> I think the reason why you, you're breaking up with me is because we forgot how to hold each other. I think if we hold each other, you might remember. Please just hold me. Oh, God, that got me good. Um, do, do, do you feel anything? No. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but... <laughs> But, and then she goes, put, I like how she tells Peter, put your towel back on. No, because yeah. if I put my towel back on, that means it's that really we're breaking over. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, it's so stupid, isn't it? But uh, not really, though, because I understand what he's saying. Because in the in the past, you know, 
he doesn't know that she's breaking up with him, so therefore he's still happy because he thinks that he's going to get some, so therefore he's going to have the towel on him. But if he removes the towel, that just means that they broke up. It's like, I just thought it was funny. It is, it is. The logic. Oh, God. But, yeah, devastated and unable to banish his grief through one-night stands, Peter, against the device of his stepbrother and his best friend, Brian, takes a trip to Hawaii and stays at Turtle Bay Resort. Now, I like it whenever he goes on ahead, and first he goes over to the doctor, who's a pediatrician. <laughs> he's stuck. Some- <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> he's like, something's wrong with my D. Look at my D. And he has a quick lens. That was a quick look. What's wrong with it? <laughs> he's he's like, it's a, good look it's a one. great D, it's a- Peter. It's a great D. <laughs> it's so he's like, screw anything that moves. <laughs> You're sitting like, Just wear a condom. Pediatric you're sitting in a pediatric doctor's chair. Have a look at the fire truck you're sitting on. You see the kids running around? Oh, so, so bad. Uh, And he goes, oh yeah, the the truck is new. (laughs) (laughs) Then, you know, he's sleeping with these one night stands. There's this one person that's like, uh, uh. I came. I'm like, what? And then there's this one, one person who goes, hi. 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 Um, can, can we stop doing that? Yeah. Can you gag. stop saying hi? <laughs> and just, well, you can gag me if you want. Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> but, you know, do then you I'm, want to gag me? Well, now I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I like uh, the back and forth between his stepbrother uh, and him, too. Because he doesn't want to be at that club or anything. Because I swear, I think I got an STD just by sitting here. Sitting on the couch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, I, I think I just got herpes just by sitting on this couch. <laughs> oh, and then, crap. you know, like I was, uh, uh, he goes, and the girls were like, well, what do you do, Peter? He goes, oh, I just work on a TV show. And his brother's like, he's really trying to be a wingman here. It's like, he's being modest. He works for a little crime show. Oh, okay, I like that show. And he goes, yeah. I just got out of a five-year relationship. I'm not looking for anything serious. I just want to screw. <laughs> and then, so, you want to come home? Wanna I come love home? that she did, too. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Right? The realities, the true realities of men and women. Exactly. But, yeah, then, of course, you get that same way with uh, Peter and his brother, where basically he goes, I can't go anywhere. Without thinking of her. Do you see this container right here? She gave me this cereal container. <laughs> she it's knows I leave my cereal in. box open because it's steel. Hey, Jojo, uh, how are you? Too funny, Just, too funny. And so I got to go. I'm going to go to Hawaii. That's a bad idea, Peter. That's a bad idea. Why? Why is it a bad idea? Because Sarah always talked about Hawaii. No, it's a bad idea, Peter. Why? Because Sarah Marshall thought of Hawaii, so I can't go. So, <laughs> so, uh, and then he tries to delete the pictures. He's not even deleted the pictures properly. His brother winds up going into a confrontation with him, and he deletes the pictures, and then you see it cut into being in Hawaii. And then this is where we actually get to see where the movie's going to be taking place. In. But yeah. what did you think the initial setup with this is, where you're trying to get away from your ex, so you go to a romantic resort to get away from your ex, 
then you go you don't even have a you don't even have a hotel in mind either yeah You're just going there just hoping that somebody would take you in yeah just completely winging it <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely not logical, is it? He's definitely not thinking in the right frame of mind. But I mean, maybe some people are like that, you know, like after a breakup, they just want to do something completely adventurous or, um, you know, especially a five year one, like that's a quite a long time, you know, like they probably just, I I mean, I'm just trying to justify Peter here. Um, But, you know, some people in life probably just want to do something completely different you know, from the routine that or the comfort zone that they were in in that relationship, maybe. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't I do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not go to Hawaii at all. That's 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 a romantic resort. You're getting married. People are getting yeah. married every single day. It's a depressing yeah. place if you just broke up with somebody. <laughs> if you're single, yeah. Right. For sure. I got I remember whenever the matter of fact this movie actually got me through my four year whenever um I went through some stuff with my ex and stuff like that too. But mm. I wouldn't. I didn't go to Hawaii. I just went to the movies or something to get away from my problem. You know. And you but, threw out that cereal container, didn't you, John? Yeah, you know it. I just couldn't get rid of the cereal container because that's what she bought me, and my cereal would go uh, stale if I did. Yeah, that's what it was. As a matter of fact, I still have. Oh, but but no. Um, but I do like the chemistry between Mila Kunis and Peter. I think that that between him and Rachel is really good, especially yeah. whenever he comes in there. He goes, well, uh, do you have a reservation? No, I don't. I just thought I would just come over here and see what I can see what's up. And yeah. she was like, well, the only thing we have is a Kapua suite. He goes, okay. That's six. That's uh, about $6,000 a night. And he goes, okay, I am way over my head now. I should have made a reservation. And at that yeah. point, he looks out the window. He sees Sarah Marshall <clears throat> and his ex-girlfriend. She's coming in. She goes, Peter, what the hell are you doing here? I came to kidnap you. No, really. What are you doing? <laughs> and like, what an awkward conversation to have in front of her. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's just trying to do a job and like book a room. And then there's two people like, oh, this is an awkward encounter. <laughs> like, how often would she see that? You know, not very exactly. Often. And it's even more awkward, too, because then he realizes that Elvis No is with her. Yeah. And then here he comes and goes, excuse me, miss, have you seen my sandal? My other sandal. It looks like this one. The other one, one to not... this one. <laughs> <laughs> not an evil oh. one. <laughs> oh, God, it's so stupid, John, honestly. He's, he is a stupid, he's a rock star. So, I mean, he's just doing what he thought. He's just playing the part. And then, you know, then Rachel winds up taking pity on Peter. He's like, look. You know what? You got the crap in the deal. Here. I'm gonna help you out. So basically, she gives him the Kapua suite for free, but he has to clean yeah. up after himself and everything because he's not considered a guest. And I like how, excuse me, sir, but your room, the Kapua suite, is ready. And just, oh, that's right. I have a room at the Kapua suite. And I like how he just holds up his 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 hand like flamboyant a little bit. The Kapua suite. And so. <laughs> Seriously, and then we're just looking at him like, so you're really going to stay here? I said, yeah, I'm going to stay here. And then at that point, he le- and goes, look, I don't have any money to stay in the room. She goes, it's okay, it's fine. He goes, just clean up after yourself and everything. You'll be fine. You'll be good to go. And, you know, and just clean up after yourself and have a good time. Okay. He's following Russell Brand 
following uh, Elvis Snow and also Sarah to their rooms as he's talking to his stepbrother. <laughs> yeah. He goes, and I like how he goes, what are you doing, Peter? Peter, Peter, go to your room, yeah. Peter. You don't want to see this, Peter. Yeah. Because yeah, I do want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, silly. But again, at that point in in his like stages of grief or stages of breakup, I guess you could call it, like he... Uh, maybe he was still under the impression that, you know, like things weren't completely over yet. Um, but yeah. He was they, just trying to process were. it. Through. Right. Yeah. Like, and so, know, yeah. They yeah. process things differently, huh? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I, it's just him, himself as a way of processing it and stuff like that. It's like, wait, it's one thing to break up with me. It's another thing to have somebody else, but you're dating a rock star. Yeah. So I'm going to go on ahead and try to see if I can ruin your day. And I, I and even though he's hurting, he goes on ahead, follows them. And then you have, then of course you have the brother screaming on his, hang up the phone, Peter, here, go to your room, go to your room. And then he goes, then they're both looking at him. Sarah and Elvis is both looking at Peter and he goes, hi, I'm just letting you know if you need me, I'm at the Kapua suite. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, then after that happens, he goes, and then his brother goes, so did you like that? Did, did it feel good? Did you like that? He goes, I think I pretty much ruined her day. And then you have this sex montage. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely ruined her day, mate. She's in every position possible. Day not ruined. <laughs> no, not at all. That's ruining somebody's night. I want to know if, what it's like to be getting their stuff ruined, you know? Right. If that's ruining my day, God, I want my days ruined. <laughs> God, I can say so many inappropriate things right now. You're on a stream, James. No, down. you can't. Because oh. it's going to be audio, too. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Anyway, moving on. What was the next scene after the rum punch? So after that, we actually have him going into dinner the next uh, that night, too. And Jonas Hill there, he's like, look, Jeremy, I cannot sell you fucking weed. Right? I'm at my job. What does it look like I, I can, can do? sell it to you tomorrow. I can sell it to you tomorrow, though. But I cannot sell it to you now. I'm at my fucking job. Uh, and I just Jonah love Jonah Hill, Hill in this. This is I like... was just about to say, he was so delightful in this. I love Jonah Hill <laughs> on a good day. But yeah, I just loved him so much in this. He was so great. He was just so energetic with this movie. With the, being a fan of Elvis Snow. And just, look, I'm going to put you right here at this table. And you have the best scene in the house. You get to sit right across from Elvis Snow. Elvis Snow. <laughs> And, like, Sarah, and she goes, and I like how they look like really? She goes, uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want this table. I was trying to sit somewhere else. Mm. So they have like this awkwardness about them. And even Jonah Hill's like, dude, are you sure you want to be here? Like, people are getting engaged and shit right now. Like, there's literally yeah. someone getting their their uh ring on their finger right now. Are you sure you want to do this? He goes, Yeah, I'll be okay. But to have him sit right across from the person that cheated on him and then dumped him, that's rough. That's rough to actually go through. Yeah. Even though Jonah is just a diehard Elvis Snow fan, not even having a clue that that's what happened. Mm. You know? Uh, I love but... Jonah Hill in it, though. Like, he comes across and he, like, puts the meal down or something like that. And he's like, I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> like, he just randomly <laughs> says something super quick. And he's like, sorry, what? Uh, oh, I don't know what he said after that. So you're like, right. aloha, <laughs> whatever. Uh, right. 
Hawaiian. Oh, um, but it's just so funny. He's such a crack. Comic. It is. This this is hands down one of the best uh, comedies that I've seen in a while. That still makes me laugh, which is hard to do. Yeah. You know, because th- there's a movie that's rarely makes me laugh over and over again. And each time you can actually watch some watch this movie and find something different. Because whenever Peter goes into the theatric place, I didn't hear him say for the uh. Well, this is new. That was my first time ever hearing him say that. I'm like, okay, I didn't pick that up the first time. So it has yeah. a rewatchability to that. Yeah, for sure. But <clears throat> Peter begins spending time with Rachel and starts to develop feelings for her. Meanwhile, the relationship between Sarah and Aldis begins to falter, much to the decor triggered by the news that Sarah's TV show has been canceled. This is a little later. But, you know, I liked how... You have this thing where basically he, I like how Peter's going through the whole entire hotel, like the next morning, and he's kind of depressed. And the, then you have the guy who sneaks in the cocktail, and you know, and he was, I picked this up a little bit for you. Just have like a little extra. Yeah, okay, thank you. And I'm like, oh, that is so sweet. The staff is like super friendly in Hawaii. It makes me want to go to Hawaii. But I, they're they're really good. Uh wing not not even wingmen just like comforters after a breakup are they even at the bar I, lo- I loved when he was like getting like sloshed at the bar just after that dinner scene and he's got the banana and he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like look at me i'm miranda from Sex and <laughs> yeah i fuck everybody and he's got the banana and he says to the guy, such a yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty big one isn't it buddy we don't know about that so bad oh so bad so anyway sorry i'm cutting back no 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 that that scene makes me laugh though too there's like yeah those little moments and then also too you also have this happy couple that just got married as well happy Mm -hmm. (laughs) poor guy's a nervous couple (laughs) and he's oh my wife oh my ball and chain i'm like (laughs) 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 poor guy Oh, but then you have this other scene that plays out though too where he now decides he wants to take surfing lessons oh yes but from paul rudd yes <laughs> and, and he's like okay man come on i'll teach you how to surf he puts some peter on the surfboard he's laying there flat he goes come on get up okay you're doing too much the less he, you do the more you do <laughs> i love that quote <laughs> do less no do more no do less now you're just laying there (laughs) Uh, you'll get the hang of it (laughs) oh i love it i love him poor rudd another person who yeah another one who like does not have to try and he's funny you know like the whether or not he's speaking like there's dialogue or not his expressions are just so goddamn funny i love it (laughs) oh too funny like, uh, my other favorite thing is, like, when life gives you lemons, sometimes you have to say, fuck the lemons. <laughs> yes. And then there's also, if you get bitten by a shark, you're not just going to give up surfing, are you? And then Peter's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I'm skipping ahead a bit, but I love the part where um Aldous goes uh, surfing as well, and he gets that, like, little... <laughs> Is it coral or like a bit of the the board in his in his in his shin there? Yeah. And we, we saw it in the trailer and you and I mock each other over it all the time. But I love when Paul's like, oh not Paul Rudd, what's his name in the show? Chuck. Uh, when he's uh, like, You from London. You sound like I'm from <laughs> London. London. 
<laughs> and he completely mocks him. Right? Because oh, the other Alice is like, excuse me, mate, but I am bleeding very hard right now. I'm bleeding out I right could now. You, could you please call the front desk? Because you sound like you're from London. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. I love it. It, it really Amazing. is. Ah, uh, but also too, there's also another thing that he does too that makes him come on out. Oh, the weather outside is weather. <laughs> like I can uh, quote Paul Rudd's character all day long because he just has some of the funniest lines. To be honest with you, yeah. And then, you know, like I said. Peter winds up spending time with Rachel and starts to develop feelings for her. And of course, he thinks that he's into her, that she's into him and everything. And everybody on the island is like, no, dude, she's not into you. She's just yeah, doing this just... to be nice to you and being a friend to you. And that's it. Yeah. Because no, nah, man, I'm telling you that we went on a date. No, she went on a charity event for you mm. because of the fact that you're going through a lot. There's also yeah. that one scene where he's crying on the very top floor and somebody's complaining because he's crying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. What did he say? I'll keep it quiet down here or something like that. Well, he said, "Yeah, this is little old lady. She's she's crying, and yeah. um, I don't know what's wrong with her. I'm really worried about her." Uh, Peter, yeah, you're on the very top floor. Oh, I'll keep it down. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I'll keep it down. <laughs> then, uh, yeah. um. Then even whenever he's talking to one of the Samoan people on the thing, too, he goes, look, man, I know you loved her, but it's time to get a new show. It's kind of like The Sopranos. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's over, man. <laughs> <laughs> then you yeah. also have the confrontation between, um, you know, the Rachel's ex-boyfriend and stuff like that, too, that's on the beach and stuff like that. And also, too, the cocktail guy who snuck it in and goes, hey, man, you, you know, you gave me a free cocktail. Thank you. Because yeah. all of a sudden he just hits Peter yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, then there's you also wild yeah. back there. <laughs> when she was like trying to yeah confront him. And uh, oh, I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit again. But I yeah, really love that when we get after, um, you know, like after all those scenes that when Peter does try and get her, well, not try and get her back, but he tries to prove to her that like he did love her or does. Um, and he goes and gets her topless pick, you know, that um, that she said, you know, you can't take that off the wall. Like he'll kill you. He'll actually kill you. And he went and got it for her. I thought that was really sweet too. That was really. That cool. was. That just shows you that Peter was the type of guy that was actually going to take things into his hands and try to be do the right thing because that's who he yeah. is. And even at the dinner with Aldous and uh, Sarah, he goes, you know what? I can't do what you do because I'm not you. That's what you do. That's not what I do. Because he goes, man, if I were you, you could have both of them. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you could pull that off, but not me. Yeah. You know, so I um, so I like how Peter draws the line. He goes, look, man, I don't have it in me to just leave with anybody. Mm. And I think at that point he'd realized that there was nothing left between him and Sarah. You know, like he, he didn't, he was starting to see all those, I guess, red flags now <clears throat> with her. Um. Yeah, so I think he he'd had that realization. Like maybe he does want two women. I'm not saying that he doesn't, but sh with Sarah, yeah, it it was never gonna work. Like he didn't have that. When when you get burnt, like it's hard for you to trust again. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. Yeah. Because I always say like this: you already know what's gonna happen. The person didn't change, even if you want to give it another try. You're just relying based off a of nostalgia between you and that person. 
that's just going to exactly be the same outcome. Yep, a hundred percent. And like, uh, yeah, I feel that even now, like with people who, um, you know, have done wrong or whatnot by me, like I'm still their friend because I don't like confrontation and I don't like drama. But I will never be the same with that person again. Do you know what I mean? Like, I will never have like, that trust. And you can try and put the pieces back together, and they might stick with sticky tape. But you know that they're so fragile that there's it's not very good. No. Anyway. <laughs> It's gone no, a little bit I, off the deep end and not on the no. funny side of things. So sorry about that. <laughs> no, I like I like the conversation. I like how it's going because it is because this film is relatable. I mean, it feels like it's a normal conversation. It actually feels like how people would actually handle a breakup and everything and the emotional damage through everything and then try to get pull yourself out of it though too. So, you know, it has relatability to that point where I think we can have this conversation, you know? Yeah. But you know, another thing that that winds up happening too is this: you actually have another scene where Aldous is over there singing inside of you. You also have Jonah Hill just worshiping the ground that he's that he's on and everything too. Yeah. It's like inside of you. Yeah, I love how we mocked it. <laughs> inside of you, like he went really high. Oh, I was mocking it for like so long last night. Oh, I thought it was great. So good. And then. You know, finally, you have that other scene with Jonah and him where he's like, hey, man. Uh, I give you know, a mixtape? Yeah, let me give you my mix. Let me give you my demo. Mm. And everything goes, okay, thanks. And he just, I like how Elvis just goes on ahead and just throws it down like it was nothing. Yeah, I love when he asks him, hey, man, did you listen to my mixtape? And he's like, yeah, I did. And then I moved on with my life. My life. <laughs> oh, my God, this is so brutal. Oh. And then, you know, Peter begins spending time with, like I said, uh, meanwhile, the relationship between Sarah and Aldous begins to falter. Much of the of the decord is triggered by the news that Sarah's TV show has been canceled and that Aldous is about to embark on a world tour with his rock group. They've been in sorrow for 18 months. Peter is later forced to move to the room next to Sarah's after Dakota Fanning and her team took uh, team book, book the suit. Yeah. So. And they have that competition of Monoff. Well, that that's a little bit later, but but uh, this scene is where Elvis winds up telling him, "Well, that's just too bad. Um, I'm going to go on an 18 month tour." Just well, you didn't tell me anything about that. I just did. I love that he's like. Um, after that, though, I'm pretty sure it was in that scene. She's like, "Well, when were you going to tell me this?" And he's like, "I, I just told you now." And she's like, "Well, that's not the same thing as when were you going to?" And he's like, "Well, I didn't tell you I have genital herpes because it's not in flame." <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Um, and then I like how and- she tells him too. Because by the way, your music sucks. Just I slept with the housekeeper. <laughs> it's so funny. Ah. Uh. I also really found it shocking that like um, that Sarah had done that a year ago that she'd slept with him. Like you would think that she would have this like guilt sooner. Do you know what I mean? Like then. Right. Because when Peter's over there surfing and, you know, you think that they're going to have this nice little bonding time between Elvis where basically he's trying to level with Elvis Mm -hmm. and everything too at this moment, because he's also healing at this moment too. And it's like, Oh, okay. So they're bonding a little bit. And then just, because, yeah, I was in a four or five-year relationship with Sarah. goes, well, mate, you, you got one on me. I'm like, whoa. Okay, so she cheated on him and everything. Wait, a year? 
that yeah. and not feeling any guilt for what she's done, that that's really messed up. Yeah. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. Then, you know, uh, this is also another thing that got me was the whole entire montage with the shirt where basically Peter flashes back to everything that Sarah got him uh, to with the shirt. And, and he never liked anything that she bought him, even whenever she bought him the hat. And the girl at the bar is like, oh, cool hat. Really? No, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but I'm you also have Mila Kunis, which I love because she motivates Peter and she believes in Peter. And with yeah. that whole entire Dracula thing, too, that he plays mm -hmm. at the bar. That was one of my favorite scenes, I think. Like, the moment that she fell in love with him. Like, you can see her. I love the chemistry that they had for starters. But Mila Kunis, she has these gorgeous, like, alien puppy dog eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, these big, beautiful eyes. And the way that she uses them in in flirty roles as well, like Friends with Benefits or whatever that one was. Um, but in this, I really liked how... It was more, it wasn't really like a flirt. It was like a realization of love, you know, like she was like, I don't want to say fluttering her eye, eyelashes because that sounds like she was being flirty, but it was just the like slow up and down looks that she was giving to show, wow, like I really feel, I dig this guy, you know? Um, yeah, I think she's a great actress and I really loved them scenes where he was playing his Dracula music and at first she's like, ha this is hilarious, like cheering him on. And then as I said, <clears throat> sorry, I think I'm getting sick. Um, and then, yeah, as I said, during that performance that she got them eyes of like, wow, like, I think I like this guy. It was really good um, expressions on her face. I thought it was great. I do. And, <clears throat> you know, I think it's just the subtleness of her character and making us believe that she is falling for her, that she is falling for him. And you can believe it. And I like how at this moment, Peter is now forgetting all about Sarah and concentrating just on Rachel herself. Especially yeah. whenever they jump over a, off a cliff together, they wind up having that little romantic thing in yeah. the water and stuff like that too. And you know, I just like the subtleness of this film, where nothing feels rushed, nothing feels forced, everything just feels natural. Yeah. So even you know, the I part really at like the end moment. there, where where he confronts her and says, and there was a funny line in this too. I I, I text Taco it because I thought it was really funny. Um, so he confronts Rachel about saying. You know, Sarah and I had a moment. Um, I just wanted to see if, if there was anything there. Um, she, we had 10 to 15 seconds of oral sex on me. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I cracked up at that. Like specifically 10 to 15 seconds. When I seen um, that, yeah, go on. Sorry. But that scene there, um, you know, like obviously she was upset about that because he kind of like you could say cheated on her because there was something building there. And then he sort of was like, well, I'm going to go back and see if, you know, my ex still has anything for me, which is a really dog act, um, in my opinion anyway. Some people might not consider that cheating, but, I mean, I do. If you're moving on with somebody else and you still want to yeah. have a go with, and like that to me is still, you're not emotionally in it. Um, yeah, so that's still going to be very hurtful to Rachel. But anyway, that moment there, mm -hmm. she said to him, like, don't talk to me again. I want nothing to do with you, blah, blah, blah. And then when they, um, when she was in the crowd at the end and he said, she said, why didn't you even call me? Like, why didn't you ever, you know, come see me or whatever? He said, and this is one of the things that I find so beautiful, like, 
men actually do listen sometimes. He said, you didn't want me to, you told me not to. And I was like, how respectful is that? That even though he wanted her and he was probably hurting because he did want to be with her, what she said he did. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he respected her um, wishes enough. Yeah, her wishes enough. Yeah. I thought that was a really good scene too. That's what I like too, to be honest with you. But I have to say, I like the whole entire Dracula bit, especially at the end where you actually see that comical aspect of it. And he said, you know what? Who would have thought this would actually be a comedy? I didn't even think of this whenever I was first doing it. And then it just made sense. But I also like the fact, too, that he waited a couple of like a couple of months and then just focusing on what he wanted to do. Yeah, on himself. Um, yeah. on himself which is actually perfect and then i like i like how he's on the piano he's banging he goes go see a psychiatrist i don't want to see a psychiatrist <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, i love that and then you also had that like you said whenever aldous and all them are in, um uh, having the competition with each other uh having sex and everything too that that made that was funny um too inside the bedroom and aldous is over there like really I'm not even into this. Yeah, I don't even want this right now. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and then I like how she calls him out his own own BS though too. What Sarah does, she's like, "This is gibberish. This is Hindu. This is Greek. This stuff don't even make sense." Yeah. Because remember when he goes, "Hey, do you want to drink something?" Uh, he goes, "Oh no, mate. You see right here. Uh, this is actually three years sober right here." So, yeah, no. seven years sober on his neck. Yeah. And if I take one of those cocktails, I'll just be a loose cannon everywhere. And then you see him drink the cocktail later on, talking yeah. about being sober. Yeah, <laughs> he already is. Oh, and, God. and then he's like, um, then, of course, you know, Elvis was like, well, mate, it's been as it's been a pleasure, but I'm going to go my way. You go your way. And uh, he leaves and goes off to do his world tour. Yeah, Peter that goes on ahead and ha they have that oral sex moment where uh, nothing happens. <laughs> and then yeah. and then I like how one of the guys explains, he goes, well, you know that he did, he, she did stop, he did stop her in like mid, midway. So therefore, you know, you don't want to know how hard that's up. What? <laughs> but oh, how he cruel. Was Peter, though, even though he doesn't know Peter. But for yeah. four days, and these people feel like family to to them, though. That's yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I agree. the The camaraderie, like between the staff and Peter, and just like random guests and Peter. It yeah, it was really good. It was fun. Okay, one last thing before we wrap up too is this. Okay, there's this one scene with Elvis where he's wearing an ugly shirt that Sarah bought him, mm. and he accidentally <laughs> spills. Uh, wine on his shirt because oh bloody it. hell take my eyes but not the shirt <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> I love that um, Jonah Hill's character I can't remember his name right now he comes over straight away and he's like I saw it from across the four meters away and he's like nap napkining him napkining him down god that doesn't even make sense sorry about that my English um, and he's like getting the napkin and wiping him down <laughs> Matt's gonna have a is gonna be mad at us tomorrow I can tell you I'll tell you that we don't sound like that. Oh gosh, sorry guys. But there's a, there's also another part that I thought was funny though too, where it's like, hey, Aldous, you might want to take a look at my record because you know you might feel bad for me. It's like, oh my god, I was so rude to that poor person that was waiting on me. I should have listened to his album. Yes. Goes, is that a good question? Yeah, is that really how it sounds? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but yes, Forgetting Sarah Marshall's hands down one of my favorite comedies that I recommend people checking out, especially if they're going through something or through a breakup or they just want to laugh. This is a movie that I feel like is high on my radar because of the fact that it helped me get through some rough times. But also, too, it's just a fun and enjoyment to just relax and just have this comfort movie on. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely one for both, as you said. You know, like after you've been through a breakup, this is a perfect one to give you hope that, you know, the right one is out there, not someone that's fake or forced. Um, but it's also for other people to, you know, who are in good relationships and just want to have a laugh because it's definitely what I got out of it, a laugh. Like, yeah, I thought being in the 2000s, like maybe watching it in 2023, it wouldn't be very funny because, you know, there's there's certain movies who that do land later, Step Brothers, for example, and Command. That's the stuff, Tropic Thunder for me. That's my killer, my go-to. That stuff will always be funny to me. But there are some comedies, and I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, that you can go back and watch from the 2000s that are like, oh, that was so in the 2000s and should have stayed there. Um, and this wasn't one of them. As you said, it's definitely one that you can rewatch in 2023 for sure. It's definitely aged very well for it to be close to, well, about 10 years old now, if you think about it. And it's yeah. definitely aged well. And, you know, Step Brothers is actually a good one that you mentioned. That was actually one of my other favorite ones uh, to watch. Uh, but yeah, hands down, one of my favorite comedies. But that being said, uh, well, I'm knocking everything over. Um, oh, um, so my question is, this, so what do you have going on on your channel? Yeah, I've got a lot of stuff happening at the moment. I just came from a Fortnite gaming live stream, so I do a little bit of gaming over there. And then I did a live reaction last night to the Daryl Dixon spinoff that's come from The Walking Dead. So uh, my live reaction for that will hopefully be up today. And then I also chat with my buddies about the One Piece live action as well. So we did a little chat about that with a panel. Uh, and that was a lot of fun because I had guests who had never watched the anime before. And then I had gods who just love the the um anime one piece the, the anime version of it sorry <clears throat> Uh, and they've watched all 1,100, I think it is, episodes. So, yeah, it was good to hear both perspectives from, you know, one-time, first-time fans and then also from, you know, hardcore fans that watch every single episode of it. So, yeah, that was a really good chat too. So that's what's over on my channel at In the Front Row YT. And uh, one last thing. So next week or the week after, Rossi will be on the show with me. We're going to be talking about why do we love gangster movies? So this could be like a deep conversation. This is going to be part of my intermission series that I'm doing. Um, and matter of fact, think of the intermission is basically like this. You're waiting in line for a ticket for your movie and you're having a conversation between one of your friends. So you might be about the event sevenfold album or it might be comfort movies. It might be about uh, why do you, we like gangster movies or whatever. So that is something that I'm taking into a concept with. I'm going to try and release the, those episodes on a Tuesday. So it'll be kind of like a blockbuster kind of vibe where you're in a movie, a brand new movie, and therefore it gets pushed out on a Tuesday because that's where movie releases just release on. So that's basically how I'm going to try and release those. So yeah, that's what I have going on for now on my channel, but stay tuned for more. And uh, that's it. I hope everyone has a great and safe night. Thank you so much, Jamie. This is a pleasure. I've been wanting to do this review for a long time. I'm glad that we finally got to do this. So. Don't forget to go on ahead, follow Jamie at all her social medias. It'll be listed in the descriptions below. And always, until next time, guys, 
Have a great and safe night. Catch you on the next one.